Welcome to Attenuation, a weekly podcast where two friends come together to drink beer, discuss beer styles and trends, and just generally ruminate on the meaning of life, aka beer. If you enjoy your time with us, we invite you to become a weekly listener and subscribe to the podcast. Without further ado, here is this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 100 of Attenuation, a beer podcast. My name is Jason, and I'm joined by my best friend since 8th grade, Stephen. Hello. Like, and literally joined. <laughs> yes, we are recording together, because Stephen is out here visiting. This is weird. This, this is, is really actually weird. even weirder than the one we Didn't we? You did it in a hotel room once at, yeah. at the Great American Beer Festival. Yeah, this is strange. This is really weird. We're huddled around my microphone, so the audio might sound a bit different than normal. <laughs> but yeah, no Skype involved, which actually is nice. Yes, there's a lot less uh, technical, a lot less technology being uh, implemented right now. Yeah, so uh, we it was just kind of timed out perfect that we'd be together in person to record our 100th episode of the podcast. So we're super excited. We're going to cover our favorite episodes and also talk about we got to go to the new Moonraker facility, the Mill House. So we'll talk about our trip there. Yeah, 100 episodes. This is kind of crazy. Did you think we'd make it to 100 when we started? Uh, Honestly, probably not. (laughs) Yeah, me either. (laughs) I didn't know if we'd make it to two. (laughs) We definitely made it to two. All right. Yeah. Well, are you ready to do tradition in person? Okay. We are going to do, of course, our first segment is always drinking beer. And we're going to be drinking the same beer today, which I'm excited about. We are, because usually we both, you know, we're not together. So we, it's tricky for us to drink the same beer unless we both have the same beer. But very special beer we have today. And if you listen to the show, you know the backstory, but I'll tell it again just because it's such a cool story. We have melvin brewing's assembled armor so this was a random find when steven and i were at the great american beer festival there was a wish you were here table it was basically just an area where people sent in bottles but just to open and share but they didn't really have any representation other than that so they didn't have a booth or anything like that and i randomly ran into this beer and i loved it i think it was my i named it my favorite beer of 2022 I kind of went down the rabbit hole. I like emailed them to try to buy some <laughs> and they're like, oh, we don't really ship it. You'd have to come out here and it's on the East Coast, I think. But anyways, it just popped up on Tavor like, like the a, very next day. I was gonna say, yeah, it was like a day or two after. I literally thought I was dreaming. I was like, wait, how is this in Tavor? So of course I ordered some and I've been holding on to it and this is the perfect time to drink it. So I'm really excited we're going to drink this. And that was podcast magic. Yes, yeah. We've had a lot of podcasts. We had some recent podcast magic. Yeah, we did. Well, I guess, yeah, we did. Yeah, like we just talked about, we were talking, I had the Trillium beer because they've started to distribute in Texas. And I mentioned like, I think you could probably get it at Pacific Market. I think I've seen it come up there. I'm not sure. And then what the next day it did. Very next day they posted it on Instagram. It's there. And I was like, oh, I have to go. So I went. And I was luckily enough to score. It was actually such a good haul. I got Hetty Topper, Fort Point from Trillium, and Congress Street. Street. Yeah. So we actually tried those side by side by side a couple days ago, which was very fun and very insightful. Yeah. 
<laughs> they're really i mean i've said this so many times but it's just just nothing better than drinking stuff side by side yeah like, just like really capture the vast differences between styles and beers and yeah it's pretty mind-blowing especially going back and forth between heady topper which is definitely a west coast style yeah and uh, that, i think this was surprised me most about heady topper was that i don't know in my mind it was the og hazy ipa but it's not it's very much more old school american imperial ipa very hoppy very bitter and then even surprisingly sort of estuary and malty mm -hmm. yeah and i've i drank it on the podcast i drank it against pliny and they were kind of similar yeah so i was, was gonna say that like i i think when you did that i was thinking like oh it's kind of a weird comparison mm -hmm. but it's not yeah and then so then it was really highlighted when we were drinking it against uh, especially like congress street yeah which is like almost devoid of all hot bitterness it still has like some of the hop flavors obviously and it's got all the floral flavors it even has like we thought it was like bubblegum almost mm, melon bubblegum bubble but trying those side by side it's like oh okay you really this is the difference between these two styles <laughs> like it's so clear yeah well and then sort of in the middle was that uh ghost in the laboratory which is a weld works or not well works sorry parish and equilibrium collaboration on a hazy like a double ipa and same thing you like go come off of the heady topper and you drink that and you're like oh this is just juice yeah <laughs> this is just juicy fruit gum basically yeah totally <laughs> so surprising yeah so that was fun we did what you said we were gonna do we had like four <laughs> yeah. amazing ipas open all at once yeah <laughs> All right, well, sorry, that was a little side story. We're having too much fun because we're in person. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's crack into this. So Assembled Armor is a strong ale. It's 15%. It's a blend of imperial stouts and barley wines aged in bourbon barrels with sesame seeds, sea salt, maple syrup, and cinnamon. Whew. It's the sesame seed thing that gets me. Sesame seeds and smoked oh, sea salt. Such I'm so weird. excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited you're going to get to drink this whole thing. So I know we always have to do appearance, but whenever I drink, you know, once I, when, every time I drink my barrel-aged stuff, it's like, it, they're all exactly the same. Yeah. It pours. It looks like Coca-Cola. It has a, basically like Coca-Cola head that quickly dissipates into nothing. <laughs> yeah, you actually have more retaining head than yeah. I do, and you're poor. All right, so we'll we'll take give nose notes together. We get to give nose notes together. Yeah. Oh, it smells so strong. It smells like parabola. It does. Yeah, for me, it's like tons of, it's like oatmeal raisin cookie. Mm-hmm. Because you get raisins and some cinnamon in there. Raisin, the second you said raisin, it's like, yeah, so strong. <laughs> well, yeah, then you smell like baker's chocolate. It almost smells like licorice a little bit. You mm -hmm. get that? Nope, for sure. Yeah, I hate when you... <laughs> <laughs> Did I, uh, <laughs> Inception? Yeah, 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 yeah. You just say something like, oh, man, there it is, yep. It's like plum, too. Like cooked plum. There's something else there really, I can't... Really, really, like, fancy chocolate. Yeah, really fancy. Like a chocolate bar with... You know when you buy the fancy chocolate bar and it's, like, more dark chocolate than mm -hmm. milk chocolate? Mm -hmm. That's what it smells like. And then uh, definitely booze. All right, sir. Well, that, I was... Like leather. Yeah, I was quite tipsy when I tried this. So now... Well, what's the percentage? 15%. 15? <laughs> But I drank this at like the end of the festival, and I declared it my favorite beer of 2022. Let's see if I was just drunk. All right. Cheers. Cheers. It's so good. 
Wow. It's so good. It's funny because for me, I don't like, none of those adjuncts are like blowing up in my mouth. I mean, maybe a little bit of the maple syrup sweetness for sure. But other than that, it's just like a really, really smooth, like, like the alcohol burns, but it like burns really, really nicely. The reason I love this beer is it kind of does what I like in a beer where there's these stages that are occurring. Yeah. So after you swallow, like new flavors come up. You're like on the entrance, you get chocolate that raisin and then i don't i don't know what the sesame seeds do i don't know if i'm detecting them at all but then like after the entrance in the development i get that like sweet maple syrup comes up this then the cinnamon comes up like right after that and then in the finish you start to get like that salt you taste a little, little bit of that brine i just love when a beer does that where yeah it's like a whole it's like a 10 second experience from when you swallow or from when you taste it to when you swallow it and there's like stages happening. And this just tastes really unique. It's just very different, which is another reason why I think I like it so much. Well, for me, I think you're probably a little bit more of <laughs> a super taster than me when it comes to these. You have like so much more experience with yeah, these. Maybe. So usually when I'm judging like a barrel-aged stout, I mean, I hate to do the thing where like it's smooth, <laughs> you know, like, like that stupid cliche, or like drinkable, you know, but I do like feel it developing over, like you said, that like 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. And it's like nothing blow, like nothing kills you. You know, like I've had some stuff where you're just like, it's too much some at one point or another. But this is like, it's that cohesion that just like flows and you just get this like, you can 100% tell, like get the bourbon. <laughs> like, oh yeah, sorry, I didn't mention. Yeah. You get the bourbon. Yeah. yeah. But it's like in the best way possible with that chocolate that sweet maple syrup for sure that i'm tasting man it's just really good you're right though like everything like a lot of times when they try to do something with also remember there's barley wine in here like yeah 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 <laughs> uh it's stout and barley wine a lot like just reading the description you're like oh something's gonna stick out like a sore thumb mm -hmm. but nothing sticks out yeah. and it's 15 percent, and you don't really i mean there's like that punch like yeah, a bourbon it, punch that yeah. is boozy but it actually tastes like you took a sip of bourbon yeah i don't know it's so it's not like um off-putting at all mm -mm. they incorporated the high abv into it in a way that it's not off-putting yeah this beer is amazing unfortunately i don't know if we'll ever get to drink this again i think they made it once really i think so i'll email them i'm gonna tell them the whole story how i got it but i'm pretty sure like when it said on tavor I thought I, they said it was a one-off, but mm. I hope they keep making this because this is really good. And again, the adjuncts to me seem weird in that didn't know how that was going to present. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know exactly what it's doing altogether, but <laughs> it's making a really great beer. So I don't know. Again, not sure what the sesame seeds would do yeah. in part, but yeah, it's fantastic. Good. I'm glad you like it. I like it. I'm, I'm glad I, I was a little bit nervous that I was going to be like, oh, it's awful. Because you know, I just like misremembered how much I liked it. But it's really good. <laughs> I didn't think you would probably misremember. Well, the problem was it was like it was like we were deep into yeah, the yeah, festival. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty tipsy, so everything tastes good then. And it was a little bit of the the fun of finding something in the wish we were here section because yeah. it's all the way in the back and there's no fanfare. No, not at all. So it's just kind of like oh look at this hidden gem. It had a little bit of that mystique. So I'm giving us a thumbs up. I don't know about yeah. Steven. All right. Definitely. Two, two thumbs, thumbs up. up. All right. Cheers, sir. Well, they're definitely fun. giving for me. I mean, again, I don't have like, I don't have it next to it. So it would actually, that might be an interesting side by side. But for me, 
giving me a lot of parabola vibes mm-hmm. a lot which is like one of the best imperial stouts that i've ever drank do i have a parabola in the fridge i don't know <laughs> maybe but you don't have to open it you do have it all right ladies and gentlemen steven said this reminded him of parabola and he said it'd be fun to try this side by side with parabola and then of course he has I, a parabola i have a parabola so what steven? i mean this is episode 100 right i mean <laughs> your dreams are about to come true <laughs> And this will probably be the longest tasting segment we've ever recorded. But yeah, but that's okay. Here's the 2022 Parabola. Unfortunately, it's going to be pretty cold. Because I just... I didn't take it out of the fridge. Well, this is going to be fun because it'll be fun to try this next to something. Yeah, I think it might be a mistake not to, right? Yeah, we got to take this opportunity. All right, so unplanned second beer tasting here. <laughs> 2022 Parabola. Well, it poured exactly how this other one did. <laughs> Which is not a lot of, right, no adjuncts that they mentioned, right? It's just a bit barrel aged out. Yeah, right? I don't think. I don't uh, think they adjunct this. So it's described as a Russian imperial stout, and they do age it in bourbon barrels. It is 14.1%, so very close. I don't think there's any adjuncts. Okay. It just says it's a beast of a beer with intense flavors of black cherry, dark chocolate, vanilla, and coffee roast. Each annual release bears its own subtle imprint. So I think they do, like, it sounds like they slightly alter the recipe every year. Okay. Nose notes on this one. It's a lot of bourbon. This, oh wow, the assembled armor cell is so sweeter. Sweeter. Yeah. Definitely more raisin and chocolate. Off the parabola, I'm getting more cherry. Yeah. Bourbon, cherry, that dark roast. It's also got, like, baker's chocolate. Yeah, you're right, a little bit more, um, like, a hint of coffee coming off it. Yes, coffee. That's, I feel like, Coffee is not present in the assembled mm. armor. It smells a lot drier too, and not, there's not really any booze. I feel like the um, wow, yeah, this is so it smells the, so sweet. It's the barley wine in this that's really that's like probably yeah giving you more of the raisiny and the syrup, of course, the maple syrup. In this. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, right. let's try uh, parabola. Cheers. Cheers. It's so much different. <laughs> well, I was wrong. I mean, so much more chocolate. There's definitely similarities. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Chocolate for sure is like the big standout. Yeah. More chocolate. Bitter chocolate. Bitter not chocolate. As, like um, not sweet. And then like coffee. There's definitely mm-hmm. like a pretty big coffee note right after yep. the chocolate kind of fades. Yep. Um, I catch the bourbon like more towards the end. It's still a little sweet on the entrance. And then the finish, there's like, I'm getting like a little bit of black licorice almost in the finish. It's drier. <laughs> They're so different. They're so different. <laughs> You're totally right, though. It's the it's the barley wine that makes this, gives this assembled armor like so much character. Yep, it's a little thinner. Because this is really making it evident, like, the influence of the barley wine is having. You're right, it's giving it that syrup, mm-hmm. the raisin, that sweetness, that, like super malt you get from like a barley wine yeah. and even like more hops too than mm-hmm. than the stout hmm. this is a good idea i'm glad i'm glad i had a parabola <laughs> mm. there's definitely cherry in the parabola too yep yeah cherry cordial mm-hmm. so much chocolate comes off that like deep dark chocolate fudge coming off of there mm. it does say like fudge or like um cake batter mm-hmm. no it's like less sweet than cake batter yeah, yeah like yeah. fudge it tastes like um it's like brownie mix but less sweet yeah but so yeah. chocolatey yeah. very dark chocolate very fancy chocolate all right cool well which one do you like better assembled armor you do yeah yeah me too yeah it's really Isn't good it so fun all right cool i feel super vindicated now <laughs> super validated <laughs> Yeah, parabola is fantastic. Yeah, obviously, but um, 
it's just there's something pretty cool and unique about that assembled armor so yeah. okay cool well we'll be enjoying these two beers throughout the episode this will probably be a fun one probably be pretty tipsy <laughs> i know i'm already like ooh, ooh. <laughs> okay is it hot in here i know right i could turn the fan on <laughs> so yeah so that was our drinking beer segment a little bit of an extra there well we needed to have two beers right yeah right. you gotta try things side <laughs> always side. well yeah we usually right? we usually have two beers no, yeah anyway, we always have two beers but we're not in the same room so. <laughs> All right, so next we have postscripts where we fix things in ep- previous episodes. We have beer news and we have story time with Steve. Um, we have news and then we have story time with Steve and Jason because we hung out together. So as far as news, do you want to cover this one, Steven? You actually told me about this. Yeah, so we talked, um, I think we mentioned on a past episode about Funky Buddha Brewing, who had been bought by Constellation at one point. The owners, the original owners, bought it back from Constellation. Epic. Yeah, it's really cool. But there was this trend, all of a sudden, of like these big beverage conglomerates starting to dump craft beer. And well, we saw that Constellation had done it already mm-hmm. with Ballast Point when they sent off, they sold off, sold it off to Kings and Convicts. So Constellation sort of started the trend, and then what we're seeing now is Anheuser Busch doing the same thing, dumping craft beer they have multiple brands i think in this list that they just dumped were eight yeah and some pretty big names like for one shock top yeah yeah which i guess doesn't really strike me as ever being a true craft beer brand because i thought they were i guess maybe they were their own thing for a while i actually don't know the history the only reason i kind of mentioned it is because like that's to me like a real gateway beer Oh, yeah, Blue Moon and Shock Top like, were... Yeah, I had a big Shock Top Blue Moon phase, like, before I got into true, well, quote, it sounds geekyy, but quote-unquote craft beer. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's something different, it's exciting, oh, yeah. and I love that stuff. Yeah, I remember thinking I was so cool yes. for liking Shot Top Blue Moon and yeah. Shock like, oh, yeah, it has orange in it. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and great. then the other one on this list is 10 Barrel Brewing. They make, I'm familiar with them because they make some really fun sours. Mm-hmm. They have a cucumber sour yeah. that's... Cucumber sour. And they have a couple decent. other ones, but that cucumber one's good. Yeah. They're in Bend, Oregon, I believe. Okay. Breckenridge is in Colorado, of course. I'm not too familiar with the other ones, Red Hook and Blue Point. Mm-mm. The other ones are, I think, two cider. Widmer and Square Mile are cider companies. And then Highball Energy. I don't even know why that's in the list. It's not like it's not a beer uh, yeah i don't know it's yeah. funky but anyway they're just dumping a lot of their like accessory brands including craft beer so um so no it's just a really interesting trend we're seeing it now craft beer is not the we're not in the boom anymore no not even close so. we're on definitely on the other side of that probably i mean there was a time when there were like hundreds of breweries open every year opening every year <laughs> i would think that probably more are closing than are opening yeah, now. I'm waiting for like this data to come out, but because the number of new breweries was like skyrocketing, and then the slope of the line, you know, was it was still going up, but yeah. not at such a steep angle. Yeah, and we're eventually going to hit like the crossover. Point. Those guys going yeah. I mean, obviously, right now, like you said, pending the data, um, it's just kind of the eye test. Mm-hmm. But certainly, hear about more breweries closing. Yeah, we're, yeah. I feel like our beer news, our beer news has been about breweries <laughs> closing, and then just seeing you know big brands like this divesting themselves of these brands is kind of a signal of like, well, it's kind of funny because I think we've talked about this before on the podcast actually, but like 
at one point McDonald's bought a bunch of Chipotle stock. Mm-hmm. They had like not a controlling interest, I think, but like a pretty huge, like a thirty or forty percent interest in Chipotle. Because I think there was that time when like Quick Casual was kind of like threatening mm-hmm. fast food. Yeah, and then McDonald's is doing better than ever. <laughs> And they did eventually just sell it off. I think it was a little bit of like, they were worried that the tide was shifting. Yeah. I think maybe the same thing has kind of happened with, you know, it's the same reason like Constellation and Anheuser-Busch are buying some of these craft beers because they were worried like, are we going to lose a huge chunk of our market share to them? And I think, you know, up to this point in time, the answer has been no. (laughs) Like, yeah, 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 they're going to be fine. There's still plenty of people that want to drink. Yeah. Well, I mean, Bud has their own kind of problems right now, but uh, yeah, with some of their brands, but you know, there's still people that want to drink. Um, just like you know, regular domestic American beers, and I don't think that's going anywhere. It's that's, not going away. That market's going to be good, strong mm-hmm. forever. And this is kind of them signaling, like, oh yeah, we're fine. Craft brew is a thing, but it's never going to challenge. It's always going to be. Uh, well, I don't. I mean, we should. Oh, we'll postscript this, but I know we've talked about it before. But like, what percentage of craft beer? What yeah. percentage does craft I mean, beer make up? Like, like total beers? Yeah, it's, it's twelve. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, if even it, that. Yeah, it's not a market. Like at its best, I think, maybe. It's not, like, threatening no. the market. Well, yeah. then you had, like, hard seltzers and that kind of stuff coming in. And right. And also taking some of that share. And a lot of those were developed and released by some of these big beverage conglomerates already. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I just think they were diversifying at first. Yeah. Because they didn't know. Or they just thought they, they could just, make money. Yeah. yeah, they just thought they would make money there in that world. And then, you know, I think they've gotten to the point where they're on the other side of it thinking maybe this isn't the greatest. I don't know. I, I think maybe they just don't want to own craft beer anymore. Yeah. Well, and I think it's also another kind of sign that, like, it is difficult in the craft beer world right now. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not... It's not the good investment. It's like, not the good... Like, you know, we talked about, like, um, Lagunita is getting bought for, like... Didn't they get bought for like four billion or something like that? Like, yeah, something I just don't think you're gonna see that again. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. but there's which, to be honest, I kind of don't mind. And I, I think I told, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast. Maybe we did last week, and this episode's not out yet. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, just how like for me the experience now is, I want to go to a brewery, mm-hmm. a local brewery, and just drink beers on tap and yeah. hang out. And then that's my most, that's my main beer drinking experience. Like buying beer at the grocery store is just, yeah. I don't know. Like I just don't want to. It's actually really funny that you said that I, uh, in, I'm in a, just a chat group online and there's some, it's a, it's for a different interest, but there's like a subset of people that are there in your craft beer. Mm-hmm. And someone said something the other day that totally reminded me of you of like, they feel like the craft beer thing has gone like almost too far uh-huh. like where we have all these like limited releases that happen once a year and yeah. like they sell out instantly and like he's like i just don't want to deal with that anymore i just want to like go to my good local brew house and sit there and drink their beer uh-huh. and i don't want to mess around with any of this other stuff anymore because yeah. like and that kind of makes sense this is like it's kind of just a return to the experience and it's kind of like when we went to and we're going to get into the topic but we went to the new moonraker facility in cameron park their mill house yeah and it is like it's just such a nice experience it's kind of the whole package it's a nice location you get to drink the beer fresh on tap obviously they make amazing beers there which is like yeah the best way to drink ipas especially hazy ipas 
You want to drink them as fresh as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Even. Uh, <laughs> well, we can go into it. Well, so I'll I'll do one more thought on the uh, Anheuser Busch thing. Yeah. Sort of uh, what we're talking about too. It's actually funny because I was reading another article about how draft beer sales are down. Oh, interesting. And that that may be more pandemic related. Mm-hmm. Still, like people not quite getting out mm-hmm. in full numbers back to breweries but that like packaged beer was like a little bit more popular which is like totally opposite of what like how i'm feeling nowadays yeah you're like i want to i want to go to the brewery and i just want to drink i mean even just like i I went when i first got here i got here a few days ago my first night i met some friends in downtown davis where i grew up and they have a couple breweries down there and even just going in there talking to the bar staff mm-hmm. saying like hey you know what's your flagship what's popular kind of tell me about some of the beers okay that ipa sounds really cool i'll drink that that's the most popular ipa pour me that i like that experience of going up to the thing look at tapless talking to them about the beers what do they like and trying stuff yeah. In fact, I yes yesterday I stopped at the grocery store to kind of check out the one locally that has the best beer selection, mm-hmm. and checked it out. And sure enough, they had beer from Dunlow Brewing. Oh, cool. Davis. I would never buy it. Yeah, you want to drink it there? <laughs> yeah. Like I never would buy it. Mm-hmm. Like in a four pack. I mean, I, maybe I would, but. But you know, it's so funny. I want to step on. I'm gonna step on our next story a little bit but we'll we'll cover it more we'll talk about the uh moonraker facility but outrigger they had ran out of it on tap and this is like their gold winning america uh west coast ipa west coast ipa yeah and the waitress was so funny she's like well i can give it to you but it's going to come out of a can and then she added which is a big deal to some people yeah (laughs) Yeah. and it's i mean she mentioned too it's the same like brew yeah. date she said same production day yeah. it just went into a can instead of the keg yeah. like it's fine yeah yeah but some people are like no i'm not drinking <laughs> your beer at your brewery out of a can like yeah yeah that i was okay with that was but. funny and we had it and it was delicious yeah. Like, yeah yeah if she hadn't even said anything i wouldn't have probably even known i can't imagine anybody would have known but yeah we were like could you imagine trying there's no way you could you imagine somebody drinking and being like I don't think this came off a draft. Dude, this came out of a can. I'm asking. I'm going to ask. Did this, did this come out of a can? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, we had to get into it. Um, I was kind of excited because, like, I'm always, like, late to the game. But Steven was coming, and we were going to try to go to the Bay Area because we wanted to... Well, we really wanted to go to Rare Barrel. But then we found out that Rare Barrel is kind of Kind gone. of closed, yeah. They're still brewing their beer and serving it, like, at another place. Yeah. Cellar Maker. We could have found a cellar maker i guess but. that kind of killed it for me because i'm like ah, i don't know so anyways yeah. moonraker which i think it was fitting we went to moonraker because moonraker was like played a big role in your craft beer journey yeah um, well and even you were like yes and mine too actually right like some of the first yes it was the first time i ever had like IPA, a hazy like a good, IPA, IPA, like yeah. a good one because i remember we were having the same experience of like what is this yeah. and why is this so fantastic i mean for me like you had a appreciation for hops already yeah and for me it was like that was what unlocked hops for me okay. because i couldn't do the bitter west coast style right I just like I, I i wasn't able to appreciate it mm-hmm. whereas in the hazy it was like oh okay i'm getting I, I'm, I understand now the when they say it has like tropical flavors like yeah i get that 
I just it's just nice to do it in a setting where it's not so bitter. <laughs> you don't get the super bitter, right? yeah, super malt. Yeah. Yeah. So it was more of these isolated hop flavors without the bitterness, and it was like, oh, okay. And then you know, of course, now I probably almost stir it. I think West you Coast like the West style. Coast, yeah. yeah, which is funny. Yeah. Yeah, Stephen, you come to the dark side. Do you like? Because <laughs> now you like barrel aged stout. And now you like West Coast IPA, yeah. the two highest forms of craft beer. I'm just yeah. kidding. Apparently, I like <laughs> stout barley wine. Yeah, hybrids. this is really good. So yeah, so um, it was kind of cool. Moonraker opened a new facility this year, so it's cool to get there when it's like brand new. I think it was a little bit delayed because I'd been here. I heard about it initially when they were gonna like open, and I think there was some delays in okay. the opening, in the maybe pandemic related or yeah. something. But yeah, I saw that it was finally open. And it's a nice place. I was so sad because they have a lot of outdoor seating. There's a lot of indoor seating. The facility is beautiful. And most importantly, the original Moonraker doesn't have a kitchen. Yeah. And this place does. And that, I, we've talked about this before on the podcast, like a brew Gotta have food. house with food is so much better. <laughs> gotta have food so much better yeah it's fine if they have like food trucks like i have nothing against food trucks but like it's kind of like the variability of like well yeah. what food truck is here today yeah it could you be know? some really random thing it could be some random thing you don't want to eat yeah. and they had a simple menu it was just burgers it's basically like sandwiches and pizza yeah. which is smart like keep it super simple keep costs low yeah but the food was good yeah i mean it's like elevated you know yeah. like it's a burger but it's like it's very good burger yeah you know, it's like fancy and, yeah they got good bacon on there or whatever yeah. yeah um but yeah it was cool the i'm we had a great experience and um but i was a little bit sad that it, it's like so there's two moonrakers where i live and they're both like an hour away yeah 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 <laughs> so it didn't get closer yeah, so somehow it didn't get closer because one's up one freeway and one's up another and they're both not the same distance. up this they're equidistant yeah. Yeah, from my house so <laughs> it was a bummer just because we saw like there were so many people there and families there and they can it was a massive place like they could really um yeah. have like a lot of uh high capacity so yeah like, just yeah and you know they could handle the big crowd handle, yeah yeah but it's just like it's like the edge of like what's convenient for me because like it's a two-hour round trip right so, yeah, yeah yeah like it's an outing it's a, yeah exactly like, like man if that place was 15 minutes from my house like we'd go i would out there me and my wife would just weekend, go every yeah. weekend yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a <laughs> little far yeah. yeah but it was it was cool it was fun that we got to go out there it's like you know it's similar uh jester king yeah it's like me. an hour from like you. Yeah, it's about 45 minutes to an yeah. hour and it's too far it's That's, too far yeah. unless you like really plan to do it. Like it's just a it's an outing. Yeah, it's like a day trip. Yeah, That's and if problem. it's really hot, then forget about it. So. Yeah. <laughs> but that was cool. It was fun to go there, and they're still making their beers, and it's been cool to see them kind of be so successful. Yeah. I know when they first opened, like there was a lot of people wanted them to can beer, but they were selling out of everything. Yeah. Um, I think the first time we went, some of their stuff was like cashed. And now they're now their production has caught up. They're right, canning like, and and I think too like it. Well, at the time, nobody was canning hazy IPAs. True. I, it was almost like you couldn't. They there was like a this short life. There was like this feeling like it wasn't possible to can these beers and have them like they just weren't shelf stable. And I want to say that changed a little bit with Sierra Nevada coming out with a hazy little thing. That was like one of the first like, sort of mass oh, produced okay. canned. Yeah. Hazies. Hazies and 
maybe they set a precedent where like okay maybe you can do this or if you brew it in a certain way and can it in a certain way you can uh, you can do it but i still again i'll see hazy ipas at the store mm-hmm. not in the fridge i know i'm like i'm not buying that there's so much hate I'm for not those buying that there's so much hate for those on the internet like i read the other day they're like these rotten <laughs> hazies sitting unrefrigerated <laughs> on shelves yeah and, and then you look at the candy it's like three months yeah like this has been three months not, not in the refrigerator. refrigerator yeah not not good i mean i Again, hate to be a beer snob. <laughs> You're being such a snob. But man, for hazies, it's just a it terrible is way to drink yeah. the beer. Like it's just not. It's not good. It's not yeah. gonna be good. No, it's a terrible, terrible representation of the brewery. You're not experiencing. Yeah, at all. Yeah, it's a terrible product. I can't believe that more breweries aren't like crazy about that. Because mm-hmm. even my like my, my local grocery store is really, really for the most part like has a great beer selection and stuff none of it is in the fridge yeah it blows my mind it's smoothie frust- sours that's frustrating smoothie sours not yeah. in the fridge i'm like how is that even pop i don't want to buy i'm not gonna buy that there's no way like, I even it, it may not explode but it <laughs> this is, there's a really good chance it we've could. seen them explode yeah we've opened ones that have exploded yeah yeah like yeah. can ruin your wall paint yeah, on your wall exactly yeah there's nothing <laughs> like seeing a uh can on a shelf where they print right on the can like keep refrigerated and you're like yeah this is not refrigerated yeah yeah so total wine is uh they're really bad about it none of their stuff is refri- very very yeah. little of their stuff is refrigerated um so that's always a there's only certain styles i will buy there right i mean you can get away with a lot like that's like barrel stouts you can usually get away yeah. with not having them and some sours too yeah. All right, cool. Well, yeah, so like, hang, we guess we kind of covered it. That was the Moonraker trip. Yeah. It was fun. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to mention. Uh, I mean, we had, I had Electric Lettuce. Oh, yeah. Such a good beer. So I remember, good. I think I drank that on the podcast because I got it off Tabor. Yeah. And I remember I drank it on the podcast and thought, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like a huge, like, like memory of being at Moonraker. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, yes, these beers are amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of forgot what like a really really good hazy ipa tastes like and that that's it so if you're in if you're in this area and you like hazy ipas and you haven't had moonraker oh yeah like it's the place you, to go. yeah you should go because yeah. you'll actually get really really good hazy ipas well it's funny because like the between... best i think in oh yeah i mean i know there's been some like newer breweries i think moxa brewing in um rockland okay Apparently they make some really really good beers, including some really good hazy IPAs. So there's some like newer breweries that have opened that I've never tried. But as far as I know, like Moonraker is winning that game here locally. Yeah, I think. And they're they're good. Like, yeah, it's kind of cool could have them in Russian River because Russian River is not really in the hazy game. No, no, no. Um, but the two of them together, like really, <laughs> like you have the whole range. Yeah, like having covered. those two close yeah. is pretty incredible. Yeah um what did you drink other than is there something else so i was really excited to try because i'm a little bit spoiled because i can get all the moonraker um beer and cans and you yeah. gotta, you gotta check the date and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah yeah i mean when it's but, a, like nugget is good at refrigerating stuff you, so nugget keeps them in the refrigerator and you would assume obviously they got shipped to nugget but it's an hour trip like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was cold probably it went from a fridge to a fridge yeah so what i was really excited about was they had the fresh hop 
Yes, that's right. Because that's one of those things you definitely want to drink on tap. Yeah. And it's only available for like a super short window. Yeah. And that was the first fresh hop uh, beer I ever had like on tap. I forgot about, um, yeah, we haven't really talked about it, but it's fresh hop season right now. Yeah, right now. The, The Instagram is blowing up with fresh hop beers coming out like right about right now so and it was good it was not what i expected and also what i expected at the same time i was like i love fresh hop beers oh it's oily it's like just the (laughs) ultimate expression of I i don't think it's the ultimate expression of hops because so many of these like hop concentrates and hop products and stuff i think probably do it better they're pulling every possible yeah but it's like the it's, it's a like clean, the purest pure. version yeah. of just of putting hops in beer and like that's like so vegetal yeah vegetal and oily and yeah, yeah it's not like super tropical but no. man like i love them i've loved every single one i've ever it had. it was good and i think that's like that's a fun thing to drink like at the brewery because that's you yeah. really need to they're not technically um the holiday i forgot which beer is from sierra nevada is fresh hopped and they can it Celebration Ale. Celebration Ale. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I said holiday. Celebration Ale. <laughs> yeah, that's holiday. close. And I've had that, but it didn't have that same... No, no, It didn't no. have that same, uh-uh. like, on tap, fresh, a fresh, fresh hop yeah. beer on tap. Because, again, you're going to have some degradation. It was wild. Yeah. It was weird. But yeah. it was good. But it was different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things we probably should have done is it looked like they had... It was a fresh hop version of a beer. They, they had a non-fresh hop version yes. of the same. They had two. It was... Uh, yeah, like a, a fresh something. hop and a non-fresh hop. Yeah, it was no, uh, no something, no problems. No worries. Yeah, no, no plan, no, no problems. No plan, no problems, yeah. yeah. And they had a fresh hop version and a non-fresh hop version. Yeah. yeah, we should try those side by side. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Because that would have really highlighted, like, what the fresh hops do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, anyway, it was... I forgot that we did that. Yeah, that's good. I had a couple sours, too. I kind of regret that now. They were okay. Yeah. It was like a peach pie sour and a key lime pie sour. Yeah. And it's so funny how, like, I think probably for, like, a decent period of time of my, like, me enjoying craft beer, I always think, like, oh, I want to try the sour. But, like, I really need, I'm starting to learn that I don't really need to try the sour. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I, it's, it's probably not going to be that good. Yeah. Especially, I mean, yeah, if I'm at Jester King, I'm drinking the sours if I'm at... Well, that's the thing. is like Moonraker like, is a hazy IPA place. Yeah. Like, drink the hazy IPAs. <laughs> it's like when you go to the steak... If you go to the steakhouse, don't order the chicken. Yeah, get the like, pork chop. <laughs> yeah, don't order anything but steak. It's like... Don't Actually, order- we have this steakhouse in Austin called Perry's. It's very, very popular and fancy. Yeah. And, like, their pork chop is, like famous oh really and i'm like i can't go to the freaking steakhouse and get and the get pork, pork off yeah <laughs> but yeah when you get a moon river don't get the sour just drink the race yeah yeah like, yeah but there is that temptation of like yeah. i want to try the sour because i don't know if they had a stout on tap they did not i don't think they yeah. have i don't know if they do stouts to be honest they well do, they must I think. sorry no they do they definitely do stouts yeah. i don't know if they do barrel aged stouts. Mm, that uh, yeah you're right um they did have seltzers on tap, which offended me. <laughs> Deeply. I don't know. It's fine. You know, what's funny is that when I was at Dunlow on Thursday night, one of my friends that was there, he doesn't drink beer. <laughs> and he was like kind of looking at the menu yeah. <laughs> and like, hey, do they have anything that's not beer? <laughs> yeah. 
And I was like, well, they do have some seltzers, some hard seltzers. And he's like, oh, yeah, try that. So he had a hard raspberry seltzer, and we teased him all night for it. Nice. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I always, you know, me, like, I'm always like, there's, there is a beer you will like, I promise. Yeah. I bet he'd like uh, Briny Melon. You gotta find him the right gateway. I feel like anybody who doesn't thinks they don't like beer would like Briny Melon. They just haven't Gosa. tried the right beer yeah. yet. Yeah. Well, they haven't tried Briny Melon Gosa. Yeah. <laughs> Which is one of the best beers of all time. <laughs> Although my wife doesn't like it. Really? She doesn't like sours. That's right. In she general. likes IPAs, right? Yeah. 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 She. She's the, like, <laughs> we're the ones that we order. Mm-hmm. And they they bring the food, or they bring the drinks, and they like, they hand her the sour, you yeah. know, and me the IPA, and then we're like, no, no, it's the other way around. Oh, you know okay. I mean? They make that assumption. Yeah, they like assume that yeah. she's the one that ordered the sour. Actually, it's a similar story. We just went out to eat before I came, and we it was like a brunch, <laughs> and uh, she got. The like this like salmon version of uh, egg Benedict. Okay. And I got this like lemon blueberry French toast with like whipped cream and white <laughs> chocolate chips on it. Yeah. And it was the same thing where they, they brought them out the and they were like, yeah, they were, yeah. Yeah. And then once, and it was really funny too because when she put them down, she's like, really got yin and yang going on here. Uh-huh. That's actually love. I love that it's, you guys are total opposites, and it's not what they would expect. Yeah, yeah. so that's fun. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's that was the last thing I want to mention was the seltzers. Like it was. Re- I mean, yeah. I know it's part of the scene now, but it was crazy to see they had like four or five on tap, like on the on the whiteboard. Yeah. Although you know what I liked, they didn't have a chalkboard. Yeah. Can we? The chalkboards need to die. <laughs> I can't imagine filling that thing out. I mean, some of them are elaborate. I know. They're, like, artistic. They just had a digital screen. It's yeah. like, that's fine. And then you can update it when stuff runs out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would think that's so much easier. Chocolate. Even when we were at um, Russian River. Yeah. They, like We, like, saw the person up there. Like, <laughs> They're, like, erasing, erasing the chalkboard. Something. Yeah. Chalkboards are so 2019. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. It's, like, they're so 2000. Uh-huh. Yeah. 2000 and late. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, should we get to the main topic? So, I told Stephen we should look at our list because this is our 100th episode. Yeah. And we could just kind of highlight our favorite episodes. So, we. Well, and then, like, when you look back, you're like, dang, 100 is a lot of episodes. Yeah, we did a lot of episodes. Yeah. Like, 100 hours. Jason thought we would have long run out of stuff to talk about. No. <laughs> no, I did actually. I thought, like, <laughs> <laughs> Even people that I talk about when, or people that I talk to when I say that we have a hundred episodes, they're like, "How? Really? Yeah." I was like, "Well, yeah. I mean, there's always like new things to talk about. We have a lot of deep dive stuff to do." Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, because that's like almost a bottomless pit. Yeah, I don't know about yeah for sure breweries. I think I will say we do need to do New Albion for yeah, sure. Yeah, that'd be fun. It's like the OG. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the true OG of and we California. Them. Uh-uh. All right, we're doing that. We, like, barely have ever episode. talked about them. Yeah, so. Okay, good. Now we got a 101 is planned. Yeah. 
But speaking of deep dives, one of my all-time favorite episodes was episode 58, the deep dive we did into Schlitz beer. <laughs> and that was one of those things where, like, I just happened to come across it. I can't even remember how. And I just, like, started to read it, like, the Wikipedia entry. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, this, is am- this will it's be insane. an amazing episode. Yeah. Like, the history is so crazy and then there's and then i went down the rap the youtube rabbit hole of their weird ads oh that's right i forgot about the ads yeah the weird like boxer dude yeah. with the like he's gonna like knock you out if you take his schlitz beer <laughs> yeah and then um the crazy history of like them cha- like changing their brew style to try and make like turn the beer over faster they and every just like corner just destroying the quality of the beer being like we're gonna make a lager but like we're not gonna lager it <laughs> yeah and then like they would have they would hit a problem that you would think like would make any rational person be like oh we shouldn't be doing this anymore and they'd be like well we can fix that yeah we can put like a additive in they had to beer. do like an anti-foaming agent or whatever because yeah. like it was a, yeah yeah it had all this like haze in the beer and dropped out so they had to like add something yeah, that would like clear. yeah yeah Oh my goodness! Just do it right. Yeah. And like, I mean, I think lager, like an American lager turnover, is like three month brewing process or something, okay. three or four. And it's like, are you like really? Are you to cut that in half? Like, are you really changing? Like, it's insane. So yeah, crazy stories from Schlitz beer. So that was episode fifty eight. Yeah. Yeah. So that was one of my favorites. Yeah. So definitely listen. Yeah, listen to our favorites. Like, if you're new to the podcast, this is the first time you tuned in. These are the ones to listen to. Yeah. And I put in some like really funny clips from those from the ads from the ads in yeah. there and like the little jingle and stuff. So it's just a great episode. Yeah, that's a fun one. Okay, I'll do one of my favorites. Um, early on. Well, shout out to every deep dive. I love the deep dives because we always learn cool stuff. Yeah. I'd actually deep dive didn't make my list just because I love all of them. But <laughs> one of my favorite episodes is episode three. And unfortunately, I should have listened to it, but it's the concept of the white whale. So it's like a beer you really want to try that's difficult to get. And I feel like from, I know probably Hedy Topper was on there. So it's cool that we've had that one. And I just feel like since we started doing the podcast, we've definitely knocked off a lot of white whales. Cause, yeah, know, it would be interesting to go back and listen to it. I'll have to go back and we'll do an update. Maybe we'll post script that of like what the white whales were in episode three. But I just love that concept. It's kind of what's, you know, opposite to kind of where you are in your journey a little bit. Like you're like, I just want to go to the local brewery and talk to people and enjoy it. I still, you know, I have my list I'm hunting. Yeah, like beers you're chasing. Like I really want to try it. So like I just was able to cross off Trillium because I got to drink a couple beers from Trillium. And now like my... Not final white whale, but like one of the white whales that's definitely remaining is I just want something from Treehouse. But I don't know, it's probably what makes the hobby fun is just like wanting something for a long time. Yeah. And then you finally get like the opportunity, like a friend goes or my random Pacific market, like convenience store somehow gets Treehouse. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll forget it that way. But it's fun. It's kind of one of the things that's fun about the hobby is this having these like uh, quasi unattainable beers and then finally getting your hands on them it's really exciting and sometimes it's really disappointing like some things are definitely overrated but it's still fun to at least try them yeah it's actually funny now like in my head i'm like running through what would be my white whales yeah now yeah and it's funny because teddy topper 
was probably one of the few I still had left to like, I really need to drink that beer. And we got and to knock that out. Yeah, so we, we can... knocked that out. I don't know. And you've already had Treehouse, so. Yeah, I've had Julius from Treehouse. Um, I think going there again, yeah, I, I, I want to just go there and get there a flight drink, of like yeah, eight tap. hazy IPAs yeah. from Treehouse and yeah. drink them side by side and realize that they're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> totally. They might not do flights there just because of that reason. <laughs> they're like, we don't want people to know. <laughs> to realize they're all the same. No. Yeah, no, I think going there, that's probably what's going to end up being my white whale list is a list of breweries that I would like to go. Yeah, that makes like, sense in person. I want to go to Toppling Goliath. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Unfortunately, just... all the breweries you want to go to are in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're not close. It's all like a flight and then a three Renting hour Renting a drive. car and driving for three yeah. hours. We'll do it, though. <laughs> if there's anyone that will do it with you, I will. But yeah. it's not going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. And we kind of did that with um, uh, what we talked about in Seattle, but when we went to the Bale Breaker. Yeah, that was, was like, like a, a two-hour drive. Yeah, yeah. Into the middle drive. of nowhere. Yeah. 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 Cool. So yeah. White Whales, uh, that's a fun episode. It's one of our most popular episodes. Oh, I really? was looking that up. Episode three. Yeah. All right, what's your second favorite? So my second is Crazy Lawsuits episode. And I put this on there because I just remember like the like planning for this episode and reading about, I had like come across multiple different lawsuits and they just like kind of got crazier and crazier the more I read about them. And uh, it was just a, one of those like fun episodes. We always talk about like, we do a deep dive episode and then we do a fun episode <laughs> that where we like don't have to think as much or yeah, research well, the deep, as much. The deep or, dives require a lot of yeah. research. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's just one of those like a fun episode where you just got to talk about some of these crazy stories. Uh, one of my my favorite though is the the stone brewing because Keystone Light oh, <laughs> basically lawsuit. made this can where it just like the key was really small. <laughs> And the stone and the was really stone big. was huge. And it was like, what are you thinking? And Stone Brewing was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> they won that lawsuit, right? Yeah, they won. They won. So, uh, and then, of course, like, Keystone's like, oh, yeah, they're just out to get in money. And stuff. I'm like, you knew exactly what you were doing. It was great. There's so, no reason. Yeah. yeah. It was so blatant. So that was just like, I was looking over some of the, like the fun episodes. The other, I will honorable mention, um, the Google autofill. That was episode. fun. Yeah. That <laughs> there one. There's a lot of laughing on that one. That one and the, uh, remember when we did all the surveys on, um, Oh yeah. Like, like personality surveys, like what craft beer, what are, craft you? beer are you? Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun episode. Yeah. Okay, cool. So crazy lawsuits. That was episode 47. I think my second favorite, I didn't really do them in order, but one of my three favorites, I really liked when we did episode 28 is best beers in each state. Like I already always, I had always known this, but there's good craft beer like everywhere, which is so cool. Yeah. And some of the beers like you hear about, and now I won't remember because I'll have to re-listen to the episode, but it's like, <laughs> oh, this super famous beer that you hear mentioned is like from like... Montana, or like you know, mm-hmm. it's like some random state yeah, yeah. where you wouldn't think. Because I just think of like East Coast and West Coast have like a high concentration of craft beers, but um, there's good craft breweries like in all fifty states, basically, which was cool. Yeah, it's like California, Texas, like some of the bigger states, and they kind of dominate. And then you, yeah, you sort of forget that there's craft beer in Alabama. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, not as much, but there's good beers coming out of yeah. those states too. So. 
So that was fun. So we kind of covered just the top beer. It was like an article or whatever where they it was like the number one rated and number one selling beer in like each state. So that was fun. That was fun to do. Well, even like Alaska has. Um, uh, Alaska beer scene is legit. It's insane. Yeah. Well, Anchorage itself is right. Anchorage Brewing Anchorage and Alaskan Brewing. Brewing yeah. And... It's just like you wouldn't think of like, oh, <laughs> Alaska has an amazing craft beer scene. But, yeah. What yeah. was their number one? Was it from Anchorage? I feel like it had to be... Um, Blessed or something. Blessed or something like that. Which, speaking of white whales, is still on my white yeah. whale list. Speaking I just of, refused uh, to pay $100 for it. Speaking yeah. of um, stout barley wine... Oh, no, Deal with the Devil. From that's that. the, barley the barley wine stout blend. Blend. All right, that's my next one. I got to go for that. Because <laughs> if it's anything like Assembled Armor... This is like... Yeah. My new favorite thing is like the the barley wine the barley stout, wine blend. stout yeah. blend. It's yeah. like the next level. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm gonna get I even. There's gonna be a next level. Yeah, I'm guess. even snobbier. Yeah. <laughs> like wow. <laughs> yeah. It's like how many of those you even like come across mm-hmm. in a yeah in a year? There's probably like five that are made. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's great. Yeah, so that was fun. It was it was kind of cool. And then if you're like whatever state you live in, there's a pretty dang good craft beer you can get access to so what was your third favorite so my third favorite was selling out and this is probably because it's like one of my favorite topics to talk about i feel like it comes up like every episode yeah we talk about it um and i have like i i i mean maybe i'm not like as passionate about talking about it now since the like the landscape of craft beer has just changed so much in general. Mm-hmm. I don't know, my feelings about breweries selling out were always sort of like mixed and kind of nuanced and sort of changed over time because sometimes I get I get annoyed by like the gatekeeping yeah. in the craft beer world totally. and the and the like judging like what you like and what you don't like and and so it's like look if I had a brewery and you know i'm ballast point owners and constellation comes in and wants to give me a billion dollars for my brewery Mm -hmm. like i probably would say yes like i don't know i don't know how like you don't even know maybe they hadn't even formed any ideas ideals on what craft beer means or what it should be or what craft beer independence meant at the time like it maybe it's like didn't even seem ethically wrong or or wrong on any level or like they were betraying craft beer in any way i don't know maybe they had thoughts about that but maybe not like they just thought wow we could expand more people get to drink ballast point uh we make a ton of money like this is the dream right like you don't start a business like just get by you know like i mean maybe you do but like yeah i mean when you start a business and you're making money and Somebody wants to pay you a lot of money for the business you've created. So anyway, I just like, like, I love talking about that topic. I love going into the nuance of, um, I honestly, I'm kind of like this with any like political discussion or any like debate and stuff on any topic. I'm not black and white on anything. Sure. Like I am middle because (laughs) I don't, I don't want to hold any stupid, (laughs) extreme extreme belief because rarely is that ever like correct or you know like it's just everything is nuanced people's feelings are nuanced people's personalities are nuanced and and priorities like what what is important to them what's not so anyway the whole selling out topic is just one of my favorite things to talk about in craft beer so 
Well, and these keyboard warriors have never seen a billion dollar check with their name on it. Like, True. How do you say no to that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and again, it's mm. like you can't always foresee that people are going to get mad at you for doing it. Right. You can't always foresee that like the product's going to deteriorate. That's sad. If yeah. the product gets worse, that's yeah. sad. You, and you don't necessarily even see it, know like what the human uh, consequences are going to be of like people getting laid off mm-hmm. or benefits being cut or something. Yeah. Like maybe you just you just don't know that or you don't think that they're going to do that or maybe they said that they wouldn't do that and they right, did. And like, they do. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. It's really hard. Very right, cool. Episode 36. Yeah. So Bala's point, well, I don't, I, I do think their beer got terrible, so. No, it did. Bala's I don't feel bad about that. That's a prime example. And, <laughs> and they poured out all their Yeah, they poured out all their beer. Yeah, and they stopped. That's like, that's, that yeah. was a crime against Yeah, Constellation really beer. made yeah. some mistakes on that. No, um, totally. So past that, like, of course, you know, sometimes, you know, it's like we were just talking about what were, we were talking about Barry Bonds yesterday. Oh, yeah. And how I felt about Barry Bonds. And I probably defend Barry Bonds more because I'm a Giants fan. <laughs> <laughs> and I was a huge Barry Bonds fan. Yeah. So, like, I'm a huge New Belgium fan. Right. I'm a huge Bells fan. So, like, I, those, when they sell out, I'm kind of like, it's okay. Right. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> You give them a little bit benefit of doubt. Yeah. Yeah. And we got some good insight when we toured New Belgium mm-hmm. into like how good they are to their people and stuff and stuff. Yeah. Even that, after the sound so. That's my favorite. Yeah. So I'm um, like, and a lot of the employees got a lot of money from that. Yes. A like, lot of the employees did really good because so. they had, um, they had a small share in the company. Yeah. I mean, that's the dream is like, and I think at least at the time that we toured, this is a long time ago, but Sierra Nevada is like that. Mm-hmm. I love these breweries where like, they just take care of their employees. They're going to make so much money, but just make a little less money and really take care of your people. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, it comes back to you because then you have yeah, happy you people. Yeah, because you have very yeah. loyal staff. I'm Low eat, turnover. Like when we were talking about, yeah. When it's we impossible were, to get a job there. Right. Sierra Nevada, when we were doing there, it's like people work there their whole life. Yeah. Because they get paid well, they have benefits, they have retirement. It's like, why Why would you leave? And then you have, you know, I think you get that. You just get a staff that you're not going to get. Yeah. If you don't take care of them. Yeah. You're not going to get those people. You're well, you can be like so picky right. about who you hire. Exactly. And even when we went to New Belgium, like they said they had a staff doctor. Mm-hmm. Sick. They have a private doctor. Yeah. Like that just uh, attends to their yeah, we'll like, staff. Yeah, whatever you need, yeah. That's pretty cool. It's like better than the regular benefits. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I know. I think me and Steven, it's so funny when we went on the New Belgian tour, we're like, dang, we want to work here. Yeah, we're, we're like, like, we're moving. Uh huh. What, what job opening is you uh-huh. have? Like, none. Yeah. Duh. No one leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Someone has to die or something. <laughs> right. Yeah, the staff doctor has to mess up. <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, I guess I'll do my last one is episode 10. Seattle Bro Venture. I can't believe there's only 10. I know. We did it like right at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, we did like a really early. But that trip was so fun. So sometimes I, good. I listen to the episode and just relive our trip to Seattle because that was such a good trip. That was good. Yeah. Because we got to go to Fremont Brewing. Ruben. We got to go to Ruben. Great Notion. It was fun because I love Fremont because they make Rusty Nail and yeah. uh, the first nail and all that stuff. 
and you, you're one of your favorite beers is the Rubens. Um, yeah, Goza. Goza. So we got to check out some of like our favorite. I didn't like the plastic cups at Rubens though. That offended me too. Yeah. I couldn't believe they were. I putting, was they were putting truly their beer upset in plastic. by that. Yeah, I was bad, but I don't know whether that was just because they had that thing going on where they had like a bunch of different like weird IPAs. Mm-hmm. Remember they had like a cinnamon toast crunch IPA. They had those cereal oh, ones. They were bad. Terrible. Though. Yeah. Yeah, Rubens. Rubens. Yeah, Rubens. Was Rubens even. was the lead. Yeah, Rubens was, Rubens a, was a low point. I'd never meet your a surprisingly hero. low point. Yeah, it was a never meet your heroes situation. <laughs> yeah. Oh you my gosh. Time yeah. Well, it's funny too because remember they had like the barrel room. We had the reservation there. Yeah. And they had and actually I guess me and Steven are pretty big snobs because the barrel room they didn't actually <laughs> they have taps there. Then. Every single beer that they poured in the barrel room was just out of one a can. Was out of a can. And we're like into a plastic cup. We did not fly. Look, if it had been into a glass, maybe. It's one thing. But a plastic cup, it's like insult to injury. I'm like, what am I at a picnic? Yeah. We did not fly from California and Texas to drink canned beer out of a plastic cup. Okay. <laughs> You know, the, we're going from Moonraker. Well, I don't even know what I was ranting about. Well, whatever <laughs> I was ranting about. Jason's like, man, where are these? Uh, where are these alcohol-fueled rants on yeah, the podcast? Yeah, I need I these like, good rants on the podcast. Well, now you're getting it because we're drinking. Yeah, we're barley drinking wines. I drink more barley wines. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta get see the, to get the real good rants from Stephen. We gotta do like a pre-drink <laughs> before we start recording. Yeah. Oh man, the cut! Oh, Rubens, you brought up terrible memories now. I'm so sorry, but, but Kitty Corner from that was great notion, which you hadn't planned on. Yeah, that was and fun. that was a great tap room. Like, that was great. They had some decent food, and we were so excited that yeah, because we had no idea they had a tap room there, and we both love Great Notion. Yeah, so and their showers really, are fun. That was really fun, and they had good food. Yeah. We ate their, uh, ate from their kitchen. Yeah, but yeah. Bail Breaker, that was the highlight of the trip. My favorite thing about that was that they were releasing their Mount St. Humulus <laughs> triple IPA that weekend. And we were like, this is going to be crazy. It's going to be just like, you know, is, it, is this their applying to the younger right. release, essentially? Which it kind of is, but we got, people aren't, like, coming from no, all over the world for it, right? Because like, we got there right when they opened, and the guy was like, what the hell are you guys yeah, doing? Yeah, we were there, like, an hour before they opened. And he was like, you know we don't open. And we're like, aren't you doing your big release thing? And he's like, yeah, it'll be fine. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think the uh, the great. location, yeah, it's that, isolating. It's isolating. Like, yeah. So there was a lot of locals that yeah. came. I think they were very busy that day, probably yeah. compared to their regular day. But it wasn't like people are. It's not like the Pliny release where no, people no, are no. flying in yeah. to go. No, no, no. Yeah. So, but that was fun. But it was that a good beer, beer was too. Excellent beer. Amazing. Yeah, I bought the shirt. Sticky. Yeah, I remember that. That was my big description of it. Sticky. It was sticky, yeah. hoppy and sticky. No, it was a good beer. I'd like to try that one again if we could get our hands on it. So yeah, that was uh, that was the our three top episodes from both of us. So. But they're all amazing in oh, their own right. way. We should listen to all of them. What's your least favorite episode? Should we do that? Uh, like one to avoid. Well, one that people can skip. <laughs> just our. The first couple, the audio is so terrible. Like, our audio still isn't great, but like, it was really bad Pretty in the bad. Yeah. Audio yeah. is really hard, by the way, if you're listening. Audio is hard. Yeah, it's really hard. Yeah. It's hard to get levels right. Especially, I mean, maybe it'll be, like, more consistent 
because we're in the same we're on the same microphone this time but it is hard when you are in two different places and sometimes it just picks me up really well and or picks you up really well and not me yeah or i like look away from my mic or something and it drops off yeah Yeah. and like there's only so much i can do (laughs) in the editing phase Uh to fix it yeah there's been a few episodes where i truly had to do some like magic magic. i had to like run it through like condensers and like (laughs) and then like bring the volume back up after the condenser or try to do some like background noise elimination and stuff and yeah yeah, i don't know which ones those are uh i didn't keep track so so there's probably one i could tell you to avoid that's like yeah the audio is just absolutely terrible this one but you could probably skip the buzzfeed quiz time no that's a good one (laughs) that's a fun one that one i feel like we're just laughing the whole time we didn't know what to do yeah yeah so i don't know do you, is there I was gonna say the guide to gift giving is fantastic oh it's a good one. christmas time remember the glasses yeah and, oh it's great good episode beer scented candle i got that one of those for my birthday oh nice yeah i got an amber ale scented candle is it good i haven't burned it yet <laughs> it's just sitting on my desk do you sniff it at least yeah yeah okay. maybe i'll light it the next episode yeah burn it for our next episode <laughs> <laughs> you can be a wash in amber ale. Yeah. Yeah. I'll drink a really strong barley wine and there you go. Pass out to the smell of amber ale. Well, is there anything else you want to add to episode one hundred? Nope. Didn't think we'd make it this far, huh? Nope. Are we gonna make it to two hundred? Duh. It's gonna be slower now that I have a kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like 10 years from now, we'll get this episode two. We went from recording religiously every week. Yeah, we were like every week. To like, we, once, now we're like once a month. Did we even really miss? Maybe like on some holidays or something. No, we were rock solid. Yeah, we are pretty rock solid I think we like double recorded one week to like make up for a holiday or something. Yeah, like or like we just did release like our Thanksgiving toast or something that yeah. week or something. But yeah. Yeah. All right, well, I'll try to get more regular this year. <laughs> My life is chaos. It's okay. I've now I now have a full like idea of Jason's life. Yeah, you've been here, <laughs> being here all weekend. Yeah. And I realize I forgot. You know, my kids are a little older. <laughs> kind of forgot how much energy it takes to have a six-month-old child. Yeah. Like it's she needs they constant only, attention. Yeah. So it's either me or my yeah. wife. That you cannot yeah. really just ignore them for any <laughs> significant amount of time. Like you just. Five minutes, maybe. Yes, but and then she's going to get frustrated. She's going to want something. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. But we're doing pretty good. We're keeping it alive. Not that I wasn't understanding before. No, you've been I'm, you've been an angel. I'm like, okay, I'll stop giving him hell. <laughs> giving me grief. <laughs> yeah, everyone forgets. Yep, you always forget. That's why I have another one, because you're like, oh, yeah, it was it great. That, that was fine. Yeah. Yeah, not sleeping is great. <laughs> <laughs> sleep. Who needs sleep? Oof. Yeah. She's actually a pretty good sleeper, so not a lot of complaints there. But all right, well, I guess that's we can call it an episode. This has been episode one hundred. Episode one hundred. Congratulations. Of Cheers. And we got to do it in person. Clink them again. That's how you know we're that's, together. It's good audio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this has been episode one hundred of Attenuation and Beer Cop but Beer Podcast. Wow. Drinking the. It's learn your words yeah. now. <laughs> my name is Jason. I'm joined by my best friend since eighth grade, Stephen. That's me. And he's right here. Right here. Same mic. And we're, we're cuddled around it. <laughs> we're leaning in. 
So yeah, cheers, and we'll see you for episode 101, which will sadly be recorded remotely. Yeah, it should be a deep dive. Beer 101. We're doing, uh, you already planned it out. It's, uh... Oh, yeah, what did we say? Uh, oh, New Albion. New Albion. Okay. Yeah. Look right. for the New Albion Brewing Deep Dive. Deep Dive, one-on-one. All right. All right, cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Attenuation of Your Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram or Facebook for more fun content. Catch you next week. Cheers.